We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, the football season finale of Super Bowl 57, best bets, the gold, the silver, the bronze. We got one more go around with football for right now, although maybe in two weeks' time we'll do our best future bets for the NFL. Who knows? But I do not want to lose the fun of talking to Rob and Cam every single week, so we'll figure out a way to make it work if you are here and you have not left an audio review because you enjoy the show so much you've been listening all year long but haven't left that five-star review on spotify or apple Podcasts. please do us a solid go do that takes 20 seconds of your time you can do it while you're listening to this show if you're watching the video smash the like sub to mayo media network and this week only run the sims.com completely free so if you want to get in and simulate the game 10,000 times with your own numbers or just use the standard numbers that are up there you can do that very easily and find the best props for you the best DraftKings lineups for yourself I'll have a DraftKings breakdown coming Friday with the founder of runthesims.com Justin Freeman who has won a lot of money over the years in DraftKings showdown there's a million dollars up top this weekend so you should check that out All odds today are provided by DraftKingsSportsBook.com. And before we got on the line, fellas, uh, not the most fun week to do content. Super Bowl week, weirdly enough. 
Well, I mean, listen, it, there is part of it that I enjoy, but it's very repetitive in nature, right? You're talking about the same props generally over and over and over and over and over. But it is a sad week, too, because like this past Sunday, I didn't know what to do with myself. I had like there was no football, there was a Pro Bowl or dodgeball <laughs> competition or whatever they were running for the NFL. But aside from that, like it's it's sad that it's coming to an end. So if I could take you know, repeatedly talking about the NFL over and over versus no NFL for six months, I'll probably go with the NFL. Well, Pat, I was actually thinking you're going to bring us on next week to break down the XFL. Those, uh, ooh, San Antonio Brahma Bulls look pretty interesting. St. Louis Battlehawks, the favorite at 4-1 to one to win it all. Hey, you're set at Pizzola White. No betting on the NHL skills competition. Whatever, man. Justin Rose won the golf tournament for me, so it was a friggin' great Monday, man. I've actually, Pat, it's been a nice week. That wind softened the blow, buddy, but we'll come up with something. We got Masters. We got other stuff. Uh, there's always something to bet on, my friend. This is true. Do you know who else had Justin Rose as their top pick you. last week? No, Tim Andercust. So uh, here's what I'm wow. going to say. I, I saw on Twitter, Andercust made some comment about feels like Rose is going to completely unravel now. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. And it dawned on me at the time, like, I should place a live bet on Justin Rose here. And I was going through the comments and everyone was just like, oh, this is the time to bet Rose. And I, I completely forgot to do it. And I was kicking myself for the entirety of the week. But uh, it's weird because like he tried to hedge his bet almost in a way. Whereas, see like, what he's doing, Rob? You I see, see what he's doing? I'm on to reverse yeah. curse. He's thinking mm-hmm. about, I need the money now. I <laughs> right. want to play McDonald's Monopoly. I'm sick of cursing everything all the time. Let's do the reverse curse. This is, see, Anderson, this is what we talked about. This is good, good. So when we have, like, Colin Morikawa, you call him all a, Colin Morikawa a dog and say, I hate that commercial with Rory McIlroy. Forgiveness? Yeah, it sucks. Give me Colin Morikawa, right? You know what I'm talking about, Pat. He's a smart. That's the thing about Tim. He's a very bright individual, and I wish he started doing this years ago before mushing all of our bets that lost. Rob, I did want to ask you, because obviously you're doing four-hour live streams every single day, basically, over at thehammer.bet. Go to thehammer.bet, by the way, and sub to the Hammer HQ on YouTube. You can find all the info down in the description. But you, it does get very repetitive, talking about it's one game to talk about. I mean, there are 50 million thousand props, but you know, there's only, you're going to like like three of them, and those are the ones that you're going to talk about, because you want to try to win with some of these things. But... Cam just brought up the golf. I've been talking about golf. Even on the football show, we were talking about golf. Does golf this week in particular with the waste management feel like it's bigger than it's ever been? Or is this just a complete golf bubble type thing? I think it's a golf bubble type thing. So previously when I had been betting golf and and doing it professionally, um, it was huge. Like waste management, the biggest win of my life like entire life sports betting was Gary Woodland winning the waste management. It was the Super Bowl of the Eagles and Patriots. And then I won the Super Bowl right afterwards with Nick Foles beating Tom Brady, which was probably the best betting day ever for me. But for me, I I don't know, maybe it's because I'm in my own bubble of like just NFL for now. The NFL's golf is not going to pick up for me until football season is over. As much as I love the waste management, I'm going to watch highlights every, like I, I, I love the, the, like the whole setup and have like just party atmosphere, right? Which is great. I think it's great for golf in general. But to me, my personal opinion just feels like this is uh, you guys are probably living in the golf bubble right now. And there's a lot of hype for this tournament within the golf community, understandably so. But uh, I don't think that for the casual, 
golf starts to pick up until after football's over. I, I'll respectfully disagree, Rob. And uh, I didn't know you were a Seattle Kraken fan all of a sudden. Go Kraken. <laughs> uh, I, I think, Pat, I've talked to so many people and um, people are getting into this stuff now. This tournament has been absolutely huge. I know a lot of casuals that are turning in to the show asking for golf bets and stuff. And this tournament being in uh, Phoenix with that Super Bowl in Glendale, I think is helping the situation. Yep. All the best players in the world with their rivalry with Liv, Rory's there, John Rahm went to Arizona State. I'm going to say this, Rob, moving forward, I, you're right. Like, obviously, the Masters, whatever, but this handle for this golf tournament seems special. I don't know what you think, Pat, but I'm talking to regular people that are getting into it, like, hardcore now that never used to bet golf. That's just, it, my, that's just my my opinion. It, it's always difficult for me to gauge it because I'm doing three golf shows a week for the yeah. Tournament of Champions, and, like, no one really cares. But I noticed, yeah. it, like, it normally happens for, like, the week before the players, like, once you get to Florida, or it hap- It used to happen if Tiger would play at the Farmers Insurance Open, but obviously he mm. didn't this year. But the numbers for both the podcast, the articles, the shows, mm-hmm. Rob, have basically doubled this week. That doesn't surprise me. So I guess it depends on the definition, right? Like, Cam's talk about betting handle. I think, yes, like this is Super Bowl week. There's more people that are in tune with betting that are depositing into sports books and stuff like that. They're betting on more things just in general. People aren't just depositing. Well, some are and betting the <laughs> Super Bowl. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like for me, I, I, I'm I'm a casual golf fan, I would say at this point in the year. I'll probably throw down a few. I tailed a couple of Jeff, a couple of Jeff's picks on the waste management. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I said, you know <laughs> what? I want to fire some darts so I have some rooting interest over the course of the week. M- to that level, I guess maybe there's a little bit more interest. But am I going to be watching every round, every minute of every round of the waste management? Probably not. And I think that's where a lot of people are at nowadays in terms of just wanting a little bit of exposure, a little bit of excitement, something they can root for. I don't know that necessarily they're going to be tuning in to, uh, to a lot of the waste management. Additionally, on top of that, I just think that the waste management cam works as such a good, you can watch eight hours of Terry Bradshaw, like struggling to string together sentences, or you can just watch the final round of the waste management, which will end before the Super Bowl starts. It is actually the perfect pregame show. Pat, you just you nailed it again, buddy. That's uh, you're absolutely right. They start a little bit earlier. They get done. All these guys, they have alma maters. Uh, even Patrick Mahomes talking to Justin Thomas. Hey, Justin, if you win uh, the waste management, I win the Super Bowl. Like we're gonna go to Vegas like right after and party. Like there's been a lot of crossover, I find too. And you said it, Pat. Just it's perfect for TV. It's a great tournament. I remember every single year when I've been in Vegas, me and B- Brian Blessing, God rest his soul, used to always watch the golf before we go to the Super Bowl party. We'd bet on it, you know, hang out have some vodkas with people. And it was like some of the most memorable days of my life, to be honest with you. Like I equate the Super Bowl waste management as much with the Super Bowl. Like to me, they're, they're, they're a package deal, buddy. Right. I love this. I, I love that Sunday. It's one of my favorites. Well, let's try to win some uh, money this Sunday. That would be nice. That would make people, hopefully yeah. the golf comes through and then you can you know, double up with the Super Bowl. That'd be very nice. So we're going to talk about the gold picks, a recap of the last time right. you saw us two weeks ago, swept the board on the gold picks, 3-0, and back-to-back 3-0 and weeks in the two after, you know, a struggle in the Super Wild Card round, the divisional round, mm-hmm. the championship round, worked out very well. 3-0 and on the gold, 2-1 and on the silver, 1-2 and on the bronze. You know what bronze pick one, Rob? I have a horrible memory. My teaser. Your teaser. Right? Cam's teaser. Oh. Yeah. My horrible teaser with that crossed over every line in the book. Oh, from everybody. You're right, Rob. Hey, no, it's funny thing is, Rob, you're absolutely right what you say. I just, as I said before on the show with my boy, about, <laughs> sometimes, you know what? No, the thing is, 
there's two types of bettors and you've known me. I like to have fun with my betting too. Yep. And you do, and the thing is I'm different than the average guy who's doing it. I'm not going to say professionally. I do it every day, hopefully win more than I lose, but I like to have fun with it too. And yep. that's the thing. As long as you're telling people, I'm not going to tell you what I do is the smartest move or anything like that, but Sometimes I think we take betting seriously. It should be a fun exercise, right? Like sex or anything else in your life. So let's I, have fun with it. I did an episode with Pat last week where this is exactly what I talked about and why I think that this show works. People are very, we're all real with the audience, right? Like, Cam, you're not coming out and saying, you know, I'm a pro better to get my picks and this, I'm hitting no. at 90% over the last three weeks or whatever. No, it's just like, I like to bet on sports. I like it for entertainment value. And I think that's what works and what resonates with an audience. So I completely agree with you. Like, I'm, I just try to make the educational points, um, maybe on a channel that is not seeking education in sports betting a whole lot. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's, that's fair. Nice, Subtle swing at the show. You're, you're saying, Rob, the IQ of our listeners is, well, is not as strong? Is, well, is listen, that I mean? when, that, oh, okay. when that teaser hit, <laughs> I, I did get an enormous, like, of course an extreme did. amount of tweets about that teaser hitting. Which goes to show, I I think, but in, listen, it's no insult at the at the look look at the comments on this section every week. People are here for entertainment. That's what people are here for. Hey, and if they fo- if they follow the gold bets this year, thirty two twenty nine and two, you basically got all your money back. Yeah, you, you, juiced you, out. You. Yeah. We we did much better last year on the gold picks. I think we were like fifteen. Oh, we sure did. We were fifteen games over last year. This year we're three games over. Three games over on the gold. Four games over on the silver. Two games below on the bronze. You know, if I could just bet all every single day and you know lose one percent of my money, I feel like I'd be in a good place. Mm-hmm. List at the end of the day, break even season. Nobody lost anything. They got entertainment value. What else could you ask for, right? I mean, lots of people are betting for entertainment and they're just slowly bleeding units over time because of the VIG. At least he didn't lose. That, that's, the, that's the slogan of, uh, of the picks show going forward. At least you didn't lose. I see. I always like to say with the Pat Mayo experience, Cam, you will try to win. You'll probably lose, but I guarantee you'll get some laughs. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, Pat, we're riding more Morikawa this week. The golf picks, the football picks. Here's the deal. You're going to live life. You're going to bet on this stuff. You're going to spend money on stupid things anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like my girlfriend and I, I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the show, like late night infomercial products, like the Chillo. I go, wow, I re- I'm a real hot sleeper. So I, this thing looks great. It's going to keep me cold. Next thing you know, I put my neck in, the thing's got a hole in it, and I got, I got a water bed. Water all over the sheets. Everywhere. I go, this product sucks. You put it in the fridge, you get cool. Next thing you know, man, like honest to God, I've seen alien tape. I've seen... You know, great looking hair. It's for people who got problems up top. You know, the spray paint in a can for your hair. I've never, ever, ever seen a worser product than the Chillo. It was awful. Never. I just, but now they have beds, right, Rob, with coils and mist. And, ooh, it's going to help you in this condition. Keep you, keep you cool in the summer. Get you hot in the winter. Anyway, yeah, I've been burned by those late night infomercials. Like, I actually buy that stuff. So, you know what? Just lose money sports betting. It's, it's a lot more fun. Well, how many times have you spent 20 bucks to go to a movie and get a popcorn and the movie's absolute dog shit? 20, like 20 up, bucks. 20, yeah, 20 bucks. What, what kind of movie are you seeing? Yeah, what was the last what, time you went to the theater, theater, Rob? I go to the theater every week. It's 20 bucks? What do you go to the, tu- every, the, the Tuesday matinee? Yeah, I go, go to, to, yeah, go go to Landmark. Land, like cat litter and piss? Landmark cinemas. Landmark cinemas in Bolton which is the best theater that you will go to, and it's less than 20 bucks for a ticket and popcorn. 
Listen, Bolton, to get well, to the five dollar theater. Right, it's five minutes. Five Freeland. minutes from me. Yeah, from it's your five from, from your from your domicile, Rob. Okay. Listen to this guy. Well, listen, you're the one who's always talking about value, this and that value. Oh, there's, value. The, there's some serious value. It's a VIP theater. It's just not in Toronto. And it That's doesn't the smell like piss? That's it amazing. does not smell like piss. Good for I you. can say most theaters I go to don't smell like piss. Well, if you're going for five bucks a movie, they usually do. Well, they have, like I mean, cat litter in there. Anyway, <laughs> enough. Cam, I did want to tell you, if Rob's talking about yeah. deals, there still is a deal at omahasteaks.com right now. If you use code Mayo, oh, at, if you use code Mayo at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off whatever the deal. They have like 55% deals on right now. Valentine's Day deals. I think people should get some Omaha steaks, use code Mayo, get that huge discount. Then you save yourself a bunch of cash from going out on the 14th. Just cook at home. You've been, you've been cooking them. The opposite of Chilo is Omaha steak. <laughs> I didn't get gifts from friends for years, and I see this box come to my door right after my furnace broke down. Mayo. Merry Christmas, Cam. Omaha steaks. I cook those things in a pan like butter. You like them rare? Just don't be stupid and overcook them like a, an absolute turkey. Keep them nice in there, <laughs> nice and easy. You could put them in anything, Pat. I slice them up with a little bit of Balderson cheese and a wrap, steak and cheese wrap. You could do them with broccoli and taters on the side. Anything you want to do. Those steaks are so damn tender. I'm telling you, Pat, give me the code. I'm going to order another box. I want to try some new cuts. Code Mayo. And want to get the, the heart-shaped the heart shaped steak for Valentine's. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's attractive. Hey, honey. Yeah, there we go. Actually, I'm taking my lady out to Zorro's. I'm uh, I'm upgrading. Oh, there oh, that, you go. No, that, dude, that place is pure. Like that. This is like an old school like mafia steakhouse up in like by the airport. It is awesome. Like they make the Caesar salad at your table. Whatever. See, Rob. See. Hey, yeah. the Ma- the Max Homa and Justin Rose monies. That's how they get spent. When the mm. woman, when I win, my girlfriend's got a. Oh, oh, I heard you won in golf this week. Oh, time for a good dinner. It was just like Jewelry. the first. It was like yes. the, it was like the first time I won big on DraftKings. I won twenty thousand bucks on my birthday, and my wow. wife was like, "Hey, we could use a new kitchen." I was like, "I just won this yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Pat. That's, a, that's the best. Is every time you have a big one, you never keep it. It's like everyone sniffs it out. Your buddies, hey, drinks on you. Going out for wings, woman. Hey, I'm you know that this uh, this necklace looks very nice. Uh, how about a how about a trip? Yeah, <laughs> how about a new kitchen? That's amazing. Best, grand. best bets, <laughs> Super Bowl 57. Yeah. I will start, and I'm going to mm. the total in this game. I like the under of 51 minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. I am actually going to hold out on this one, Rob, because I feel like the closer we get to game time and the more money starts coming in on this game, 98% of it's going to be on the over, and I just think this line's way too high. So generally, that's a pretty good rule of thumb, especially on the prop bets. You want to bet your overs early. If you want to bet an under, you kind of wait till game day when all that the, the public money has come in on those overs. I don't know how much it'll shift the total in this game because uh, you do have some sports books right now that are taking like $100,000 per bet on the total. Uh, 51 is a key number. I think it probably just closes here, to be honest with you. But, then I'm good. Then, uh, then I'll, then I'll yeah. just wait and bet it on Sunday. Yeah, no, listen, I, I don't, at this point, I don't think that there's any rush to bet the under in the game. Uh, right Angle Sports, a release service, gave out the over a couple days ago, moved it up uh, a little bit more, keeps ticking. People tend to chase that steam as well. So there's a lot of reasons, I think, to hold out. Uh, I'm just curious, Pat, in terms of your, your rationale, not that I disagree, uh, but I've seen 
you know, complete opposite sides of this game in terms of the total. I'm a, I'm a little bit neutral. So it's, what do you see here in terms of the under? So I just think of, I'm trying to pick a script to go with. I think that, listen, I don't have a strong lean on who wins this game. My bet would be Eagles minus one and a half, but I don't feel the need to compulsively bet on everything. And if I don't have a strong mm-hmm. lean, then I'm not going to bet on it. But I do think that the Eagles are more likely to win. Let's, let's call them like a, a 60% favorite in my mind in order to win this game. Well, how do they win this game? They do it by running the ball a ton, creating ball control, and limiting... Three Patrick Mahomes drives. If you can stop the Chiefs three times in this game, you're probably going to win as long as you can keep the ball. And I think that they can effectively run on the Chiefs' defense. I think that the pass rush, which has been so good for Kansas City, is mitigated by the Eagles' offensive line, so they're going to be able to convert a lot of these shorter third downs or even mid-range third downs because Jalen Hurts is either going to have time or he's going to take off. And when it gets to the point of the game where they need to keep the clock moving, I think that they're going to be able to do that. I just think they win this game in the trenches – 10 times out of 10. They have a better offensive line. They have a better defensive line. And generally speaking, when you look back at the history of the Super Bowl, that team wins. And if the Eagles win, I think they win at like 23-17, something like that. Fair enough. I agree. Yeah, no, so like, I have 24-21, Pat, so we're kind of leaning under as well. Rob, what do you got? I got 27-20, if I had to say. Eagles. For, for Eagles? Well. Okay, yeah. cool. So would be inclined with the under as well. Obviously, I, I, I just think that there's a a lack of big play potential for these teams right now. I mean, Casey obviously has Marquez Valdez-Scantling downfield threat, but that's not really what they do anymore. Everything is kind of shorter underneath for them. They, you know, it's death by a thousand cuts with the Chiefs. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts being 100% in terms of like his, his throwing shoulder. We saw some bad deep balls against the 49ers. A lot of their stuff was kind of dink and dunk as well. So Uh, that's kind of, you know, my lean is towards the under in the game just because I don't think that there's enough explosiveness uh, out of these offenses right now. Good news for you too, Cam, if you do like the under. And with to hit on where Rob's lack of explosive plays comes in, Cust gave out as one of his best bets a touchdown of over 55 yards in this game. Wow. I don't know. I kind of don't want to go after Cust anymore after that Justin Rose pick. I got to lie. He got me thinking. Like this guy, maybe the curse in the new year. Well, the what, year of the well, rabbit well, comes well, around. well, which curse are you going with? He picked Justin Rose to win, but alternatively, before the fourth round started, he said that Justin Rose had no chance. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see what's happening here. No, no, you're right. You're right. Right. I, 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 yeah. Any, anyway, yeah. I just, uh, I just like what he did, and I'd like him to keep it up, mushing things to help us win instead of lose. That's what I'm hoping moving forward. That's all. I, I do think that Rob kind of hit, hit on the key point here. If you wanted to bet overs on the props, you should have done yeah. that last week sometime. If you just blindly bet every player prop under from this point to the rest of the week, make 100 bets and bet 100 unders, you're going to walk away with money. I would mm-hmm. still say, though, to wait. Uh, I, honestly, it's a, this is a, a consistent theme every year. Overs, you, you still have time to bet overs. Honestly, you do. Like, some of these numbers will move even more. Sunday, like... The majority of the handle for the Super Bowl is going to come in on Sunday. All the recreational bettors, everyone who's going to deposit into a sportsbook account, they're going to do that Sunday. And because of that, like which recreation, you know, I'm talking to my friends who never bet. They want to just bet 100 bucks on the Super Bowl. They're not going to cheer for unders. They're all going to go into their account. They're going to bench a, bet a bunch of overs. That's what everybody's going to do. So you still have time, honestly. I w- if you like an over, I wouldn't divert from that at this point. But Super Bowl Sunday... If you're going to bet an over, the chances are it's probably a really bad bet at that time. Like it's been bet into place at that point. You, you know, 
I, I don't want to say blindly bet unders because you can get a Super Bowl like like Eagles Patriots where you lose every bet on the under, right? Foles, Brady, that Super Bowl was killer. But the value lies on the unders on Sunday. So do you have a gold pick, Rob? I do. I had to give that whole preamble because I'm going to give an over for me. That's what you do, Rob. It wouldn't be you without giving you a friggin' soliloquy or preamble. (laughs) I have an over as well as my silver pick, so we're good to go. Yeah, we're good. Uh, My gold, I'm going to give Jarek McKinnon over 20 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 at DraftKings. Um, So what we've seen happen is the numbers for the Kansas City running backs have been highly adjusted based off of the last couple of weeks. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is activated off of IR. We don't know how much he's going to fit into the equation for KC at running back. So that creates like a little bit of uncertainty. But what happened against the Cincinnati Bengals was it was an Isaiah Pacheco passing game. I think he had like six catches for 59 yards. And now let's look at how the market has adjusted. Two weeks ago, when the Kansas City Chiefs were playing, or three weeks ago, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jarek McKinnon's pass yardage total or receiving yardage total in that game was 35 and a half. Isaiah Pacheco's was six and a half in that game. And now we've come a long way to where Pacheco's in the mid-teens and Jarek McKinnon is at the lowest spot you would have got him since the first half of the year. He got four targets last week for 17 yards. It's He's still being targeted in the passing game. On top of that, the Eagles have a fierce pass rush. They have the highest pressure rate in the league. They get home. What is Mahomes going to have to do? Get the ball out of his hands quickly. I think that lends itself well to using McKinnon in the passing game, using him in the screen game. I think this number's too low. Um, one of the overs that I thought would actually fly a little bit higher up. Maybe there's too much uncertainty with uh, Edwards Hilaire, but uh, I like over 20 and a half receiving yards on Jarek McKinnon minus one. I like that. Yeah, my, I'm looking at my Run the Sims projection right now, and even with the under that I put in with my 23-17 to 17 score, do you know what his projection number is, Rob? Can I, I guess, since I don't run the Sims? Sure. Go you, for it. You can guess. Five, five catches, 43.8. 43. It is two, much lower. 2.4 catches for 20.6 yards, and that's with okay. probably the worst-case scenario for under. See, so that, notice, that, notice, notice just, just quickly, Rob, just quickly. I know I talk too much, but i got to say this. We have the smart computer and, like, all other things that we do on our show, too. I always notice this, and you guys know because you guys run The Sims, how close it is to the real number. Like, say the Nuggets are favored by 8. It'll say yes. Denver 7.8. It's never, like, when it blows us away, like, whoa, this team by 18? I'm like, what the hell's going on with the smart computer? He's obviously got a virus. He's sick today. Is that why, uh, why is it so close? Because you run so many times that water finds its level, basically? Correct. Well, so, uh, like, I mean, y- 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 yes and no. And I would say that... I mean, it's good and bad at one thing. Like, what I really want to do is run my numbers and have them be way mm-hmm. off from the book and be like, oh, okay, here's a spot where my numbers say one thing and their numbers say another thing. I trust my numbers. I go with that. But generally speaking, like, most of your projections should be around where the sports book has them if they're, like, finally in tune. Right, Rob? If, if you – exactly, Pat. Like, if on Sunday there's – you know you log into any site and they have hundreds and hundreds of edges, maybe Super Bowl Sunday is not the best example, but like a regular season Sunday, there's probably something wrong with that simulation because you've had the market who has the entire week to bet all these numbers into place. They do a pretty good job of doing that in terms of what Cam's saying. It's just a matter of distributions, right? Like no one's 
when, when you run a sim, you have all these possible outcomes. And your example of like Jarek McKinnon getting 44 yards, that's going to happen like 3% of the time, 2% of the time, but it's on the tail end of one side. And basically what the, the sim is doing is just like convert converging towards the median or the average. So that's why it gets like very close to the actual spread itself. Um, but to Pat's point, he's putting in a final score with 40 points on run the Sims right now. The game total is 50 and a half, 51. So if he's putting in 40 and it's still spitting out Jarek McKinnon, 20.6 receiving yards, if you put in 51, the likelihood of the receiving yards being higher than that, closer to 23, 24 is extremely high. Uh, I, I, I just think this is like a, a big time over adjustment. Like you, we react to what have you done for me lately type of thing. And McKinnon didn't get a target against the Bang uh, against the Jags uh, in that game, and it's like suppressed his totals going forwards. He's still a huge part of that offense, and they target him in the passing game, especially in the red zone as well. So uh, I think this is the number that that stands out and looks off. Yeah. So Cam, like I said, Run the Sims is free this week if anyone wants to go take it for a test drive. But there's a whole bunch of different features you can use under the uh, NFL tab. There's a thing called the Player Prop Tool where you can actually see the distribution of the simulations and where it. Like this one basically converges between 18 receiving yards and 25 receiving yards. Like 70% of the outcomes fall into that range. But the higher the higher end, which you were talking about, is actually a larger distribution than the bottom end. And the bottom end factors in injury. Like he gets hurt on the first play of the game too. Right, right. Know where I used to run the Sims? Pat at the bar playing QB1. That was uh, <laughs> That's called run the Sims for everybody over 45. Right, Rob? Remember that game? They used to actually have contests. Like, you play QB1. It's actually hilarious. That's what, like, it's kind of like speed live betting. Oh, run up the middle. Quick hitch. Like, you do all this stuff, and they'd have competitions, you know, beers, wings, pitchers, and stuff. Anyway, bring QB1 back. It was 25, 30 years ahead of its time. That's the original Run the Sims. What is your gold selection, Cam? I'm going to make this one boring and, and, and simple, Be and I have a couple real exotics at the end. I'm going to go with Philadelphia, Moneyline, uh, Rob, I, I know we're not going to get into this again. Remember, remember, I know the one and a half. I just want money line. I just want money line. I don't want any, any flack or any trouble. Um, <laughs> I just think they're going to win this game. I think uh, my final score is 24-21 uh, uh, for the Eagles. I think uh, we're all pretty close in this game. I think they're a better team. Uh, you talk about it. They, le- they lead the league in sacks. They're just better. People are like, oh, yeah, they oh, they beat up on the Giants, the Cowboys. Yeah, both of those teams made the playoffs. I, don't, I, I really don't care. Uh, I just think uh, the Eagles are a better team than Kansas City. I worry about Mahomes with the time. I worry about Kelsey, but too much. These guys are pretty banged up, and I think the Eagles' defensive front can get to Mahomes and uh, win a pretty tight Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a great game. So just give me the Eagles to win this game, Pat. That's what we're going to do. Keep it nice and simple. Gold. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Silver picks for Super Bowl 57. I am going to start with an over, Rob, in this one. And I've been tracking this one all week. It was seven and a half, and the over just got juiced up so much I didn't want to bet on it anymore. Uh, And now they've improved it a yard, and it's back to minus 110 on DraftKings Sportsbook. So I will go with the same game script that I was talking about before and take Boston Scott over eight and a half rushing yards. I really want to bet Miles Sanders under one and a half receptions, but I think that's, at this point, at minus 210, that is only in play if you do a same game parlay. I did bet Miles Sanders under one and a half receptions uh, this week, which I like as well. Uh, no disagreements here. I, I I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty in the Eagles' backfield. I think both backfields in this game because you have three running backs who are going to be active for both teams, and they, they probably will utilize all of them. Um, but I, I think Kenneth Gainwell is getting a lot of the love this week, and honestly, his numbers look a little bit too high for what Kenneth Gainwell is Boston Scott in the single digits. I would much prefer that in terms of overs. So uh, no disagreement from, from me, Pat, I think, uh, I think that's that's the play here. Yeah, it's very difficult to figure out, Cam, because the Eagles' backfield has just been a three-headed monster, four if you include Jalen Hurts, the past seven weeks, but most of those games were absolute blowouts. So, of course, they're going to use backup running backs. And maybe this is the Miles Sanders game. But I do think that there is, and I've been talking about this all week, and I don't have an answer for it, is if you can figure out the distribution of touches in the Eagles' backfield, you can have a pretty nice same-game parlay because one affects the other affects the other. It does seem though Boston Scott is probably going to get three carries at minimum in this game I mean that seems like it's good enough to hit the over of eight and a half I love it I'm going to tell you I I don't know exactly what the Eagles are doing I've already bet hurts the over rushing yards I wanted to have a little bit of a different approach on uh, this show but uh, that's the thing I find Gainwell too I'm not sure if this is true like more I see they've utilized him more in the second half of the game and uh, I would also look for Another thing, Pat, like you got bring up, you guys both talk about Boston Scott. He's on the field. Like his number for first touchdown or anytime touchdowns are through the roof. And I would not be shocked if it wasn't just like a simple player, maybe. Like he could be a guy that you might want to sprinkle on. He could be dangerous in this game. I like your pick. Yeah, 25 to 1 to score the first touchdown in this game. Although Cust has said there's no chance that Kadarius Tony scores the first touchdown. So I bet on him. 
Yes. <laughs> well, how is no chance that Kadarius Tony scores the first touchdown? How, like he might score what? the first touchdown. There's no chance he finishes the game. That's kind of what we he should he should put. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Cam, your silver pick. I think you guys are gonna like this one. It's a little bit different. Mahomes' first completion pass under nine and a half yards. Mm-hmm. Why am I picking this? It's because I think Kansas City. It's going to come out, and it's going to be check down city. We talk about the Eagles before with their sacks. Rob talked about their pressure. Hey, I could lose this bet, you know, if there's a couple tackles broken, but I would not be shocked if it was a quick little hitch to McKinnon or Kelsey for five or six yards to start the game. Asking him to go over that number I think is a little bit ambitious. It's kind of a weird one, but, guys, I really like it. I think the first pass is probably for a few yards. Asking him to go deep down the field for 10 uh, I think that's too much. I like under Mahomes first completed pass nine and a half yards. Keep digging under. Kind of a weird one. What do you guys think? I like it. I like it. Yep. I think the Thank Super Bowl is a very different game too. People don't read like this isn't like a week seven regular season game, right? As a lot of pressure, a lot of nerves. You tend to see very low scoring first quarters. Both these coaches are smart offensive game planners. I think they know that. I think they try to get their quarterback into an early rhythm as well. So uh, I agree with you, Cam. I think. Thank uh, you. I could potentially see, honestly, I, I talked about this with someone else on the hammer yesterday, but um, Kadarius Tony first reception of the game at like first reception for the Chiefs at eight to one, I think is a great bet because I can totally see them just throw homes, forget about the pass rush, something like that to try to get him involved. So I actually like this bet quite a bit. I'm actually going to tail it myself, Cameron. It's funny, Rob, because I mentioned I had I had McKinnon rushing and receiving, and I will tail your 20 and a half because I know everyone's talking about Pacheco, and I think McKinnon is the bigger part of the game plan for you. So we'll tail each other's bets. See, there we're we working go. it out together, pal. There we go. We work yeah. it out. I don't care. We don't have to cross any lines on a teaser. We're just making the same bets. I want to punch it. that dog in the face. No, you're not. He's a great dog. I won that yes. dog drunk shooting baskets at La Ronde in Montreal. The guy's like, I can't believe you're hitting. It was like a trick game, Rob. I, you ever know when you're like, if you're like stoned or drunk and you get in that zone? I was in that zone. I hit like five in a row at uh, that carnival and then almost uh, died on the roller coaster as I was fatter back then. Maybe that's the reason I got this golf ball sticking out my stomach. It started on that stupid roller coaster. I'm never going on a roller coaster again. I hate them. Well, I almost died. Well, so at least you didn't go on the tooth chipper. Yeah, the tooth chipper. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly have you been to that La Ronde in Montreal? That's the most ghetto roller coaster ever. I've never gone. They Pat, they put the bar in. It didn't even snap in. They started the ride. I could have died. I could have like flown right out. I was I was like crying. Stop, stop. Please stop. At the end, I come out, I roll out, I pass out on the grass. I got big purple welts and stuff at the end. Roller coasters. It's a thin man's game. Done. <laughs> Silver pick Rob. Silver. Uh, all right. This one will be a little bit harder to find, so I'll let people know. You go to DraftKings, you go over to Cross Sport Specials, and then NHL and NFL. Here we go. Um, I'm going to go with a uh, a little bit of a, a long shot here. I'm going to take the total goals in Anaheim and lost and the Vegas Golden Knights at plus one forty five against total punts in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I'm saying more goals. Hold on, hold on a second. I love this. This is a good one. Punts, yes. more me... goals. All right, there, yeah, there, the, find yeah, it. yeah, there, there it is. So right more there. goals in the hockey than punts in the game. Correct. At plus one forty-five. Plus one forty-five. Okay. Huh. Cool. Here's huh? one thing with the Anaheim Ducks. 
They are the worst defensive team you will ever see in your entire life. And I'm not exaggerating. Since they started tracking advanced analytics in hockey back in 2007, this year's Anaheim Ducks allows the most expected goals per game and the most actual goals per game. Vancouver's give pretty up, bad though, right, Rob? Vancouver is third worst of all Thank time. Include it's The three worst teams are all this year. It's uh, the, the Ducks... The Blue Jackets that and gets, the Canucks. See, I didn't even need a, a computer to run the Sims. I could have told you that off the top of my head just by watching these games, how much they stink. Exactly. exactly. There you go. And listen, for me, this is not about, like, I think that the Super Bowl is going to be a super high-scoring game or whatever. I just know that there's a decent possibility that Anaheim is going to give up five or six in this game to Vegas. You have a chance of getting nine or ten goals, which I think is a realistic possibility in the game. And then I think you have a very, very good bet on your hands relative to the Super Bowl punts. On top of this, even though Pat mentioned that he likes the under in the game, if he described how, why he likes the under, it's more so clock ticking, a lot of shorter passes, so on and so forth. I can see this being a field goal type of game to, to catch the under, where teams are able to successfully move the ball, but they bog down in the red zone. The defenses come up big. So ultimately, I just think that this is mispriced. Uh, I would have made this closer to like plus 120. I love taking long shot bets in the, in it. I mean, it's not a long shot, but an underdog bet. I'm with Cam. Uh, nothing better than cashing a nice underdog on Super Bowl Sunday. So I'll root for goals in the hockey game, Vegas, Anaheim, and I'll root for less punts with aggressive coaches, by the way, especially Nick Sirianni. Guy went for it on his own 33 yard line on a fourth and one last week uh, or two weeks ago. So, um, I don't think we see that many fourth down attempts as well in this game or, or sorry, fourth down uh, punts as well in this game. When you have like a short yardage that either of these teams can go for it. Bronze selections for Super Bowl 57. I will be starting with one that is probably the least fun thing to cheer for cam. Like I said, I like the Miles Sanders under one and a half. I can't give that a minus two ten. That's ludicrous. Yep. Patrick Mahomes. Under 294 and a half passing yards. It's just going to be sitting there being like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, the entire game. But I think everything that we've said, like I've seen a lot of people love the completions over, the passing attempts over just because of the amount of expected short passes. Maybe we're all just completely off on that. Wouldn't be the first time a groupthink on a game went completely off the rails. But it's going to be, listen, he got there against the Bengals. If they're playing catch-up the entire time, that could be it. But if you think this is a close game, I can just see a lot of chain moving. Like I said, ball control, short passes, clock moving, and no real deep threats outside of Marquez Valdez-Scantling. If you take that away, it's just going to be a bunch of six-yard completions the entire time. So I'm going with the under on Mahomes. I like it. It was, it was on my short list. It was one that I considered for today as well. I think that's the play. Um I honestly don't mind 294 and a half. I think the likelihood that you might get a little bit higher closer to game time is there as well. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know that you need to place the bet right away, but I, I will be on Patrick Mahomes under. I'm going to bet it on Sunday. I'm just waiting for the best possible line, maybe 297 and a half. Maybe we even hit 300 in this case, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a little bit inflated against a very good pass defense with a good pass rush, great cover corners, um, not too many people move the ball up and down the field on the Eagles consistently. Uh, I, I agree with you, Pat. I think this is too much. It's funny looking at the projections for their yardage. Uh, it's off in both directions based on what my numbers are telling me. It's saying that Hertz is going to go over his two 
230, whatever the hell it is, 239 and a half. I have him at 250. And where Mahomes is at basically 295 with the ability to go higher, I have him at 271. Like, that doesn't seem like a lot. That's 21 yards. It's more than that. It's, what, 24 yards at this point. Yeah, I like it. I think it's going to go up, though, Pat. If you like that bet by the time of taping, to Rob's point, I wouldn't be shocked. People love overs. Might even hit the three bills by uh, game time. So if you like it, just wait a bit. Yeah. So that's probably what I'll do, but I'll give it at 294 and a half right now because that's what it is right now. Rob, last one. Um, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna pull a John Legeza here, and I'm going to do kind of like a split bet because this is kind of how I'm playing it as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts, any time touchdown score is minus 115. I'm betting that for about 80% of my total bet. Two I'm also betting him. I'm also betting him last touchdown score at plus 800. So I'm, 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 the majority of the bet is on any time touchdown score, but I also am betting him last touchdown score at eight to one. And honestly, Jalen Hurts' touchdown score numbers have been undervalued for the entirety of the second half of the year because he didn't score touchdowns at, uh, at, at that high a clip in the first half of the year. And if you look at recently, when he hasn't scored touchdowns, he's either had a huge game, like he did against Green Bay at 157 yards on the ground, no touchdown, or the Giants in like the final week of the season where he's just coming off a shoulder injury. They didn't want to use him. But this is a team that knows how to get into the end zone when they are in these goal line situations. They ran a quarterback sneak from the two-yard line against San Francisco to set up a quarterback sneak from the one-yard line for a touchdown. They know that this is a high percentage play in terms of scoring touchdowns. They run it all the time. They're not a team that turns around and hands off to Miles Sanders at the one-yard line. It's Hurts. Then you have the added bonus of him being able to escape the pocket, do things. It's not like he needs to be at the one-yard line to score a touchdown. He scores from the 10 on these, you know, these RPOs that they run, these option plays, and so on and so forth. I think he's very lively. It's the final game of the year here. Shoulder injury aside, he puts it all on the line um, for the team. I, I I made this price higher, obviously, and that's why I'm giving it out. It's moved a little bit, and that's why I dropped it to my bronze, or else it would have been my gold, honestly, on the show today. But I think Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown score and a sprinkle on last touchdown score at plus 800 i really like this idea i, I utilize this uh, john was doing the football and baseball show for us last year on mayo media network and his strategy that he kind of convinced me of of you know when you're betting underdogs in football uh to you know kind of do like a 75 25 split between the spread and money line and you know over the long run if you are good at picking underdogs you know these teams win all the time in the nfl that you might as well try to get that bonus and the bonus of them winning offsets the you know three times or two times you're going to lose on it or something like that so i really like that strategy on top of that john john is great by the way he's like from an entertainment perspective fantastic but he also understands how di distributions work right so he'll often take like if he's taking a receiver over on receiving yards he'll actually put a little bit sprinkle on like a ladder a much uh, an alternate exactly he ladders it right an alternate total at plus money plus 200 plus 250 because the likelihood of them going over that number um you look at the distributions afterwards you know, you get a lot of these these long tail ones where they put up huge numbers. So I think he recommended Devonte Smith for this week in terms of laddering uh, for receiving yards over. But um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I like this this general notion. And, and the only reason I'm taking the last touchdown score was because, one, I obviously think it's a good price. But close game, um, we've seen this, like, especially later. I'll backtrack a little bit. But, like, early on in the game, if, if Hurts is sporting the shoulder injury, like, if still not healed, and, like, there's there seems to be a, a common consensus that it's still a major issue for him, maybe he's a little bit more reluctant earlier in the game to put it all out on the line. But if we get to late in the game, whether it's to seal the deal, to go up in the game and so on and so forth, I think you get him like all in on terms of these rushing attempts. So that's the only reason that I, I decided on the last touchdown score as well. Cam, last one. Make it a 9-0 and week. I hope so, Pat. We're going to do something uh, fun again, but I, I actually kind of really like this one. Jersey number of first touchdown score, 11 and a half, under. Minus 120. It's a little bit of juice, but bear with me. Look at these guys with low numbers in this. Hurts, right? All these guys. Uh, we talk about uh, Devonta Smith. All Like a lot of guys that I have. Who's going to kill me? Miles Sanders and the tight ends. And Patrick but Mahomes. Mahomes ain't getting the first touchdown. I don't think he's going to run. Uh, he might, like, if they're up in the game and has to do something. But I worry about that. Pat, I know it's a little bit of a like a roulette wheel, but I looked at the guys who are under that number, Rob. Take a look at all the guys that are under 11 and a half. Lots. Yep. Yep. It's, so if there's more, that there's more, and you guys want to like run the Sims or whatever. And look at the guys that are under 11 and a half to over, and I like my guys better. Would you not agree? So I'll tell everybody, I'll tell the audience all the numbers that are under 11 and a half on Thank offense you. for both teams. So for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, number one, Zach Pascal, number three, Devontae Smith, number six, and A.J. Brown, number 11. So you basically get the receiving core outside of Quez Watkins for and, the, for and the Eagles. Mm -hmm. And for the Chiefs, you have Jarek McKinnon as number one, Juju Smith-Schuster, number nine, Isaiah Pacheco, number 10, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, number 11. So Thank those you. are your players on offense. So, I rest my case. So to look at it, and I'm just looking at my projections right now, so Hertz. Pacheco are the two most likely players to score a touchdown on the ground through the rushing yep. game. And in the receiving game, the most likely contributors are Kelsey and Goddard. So you got to fade them. But then you mm -hmm. have AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Jarek McKinnon are the next five. Yes. So you get, oh. you basically fade the tight ends essentially is what yep. you're doing with this type of bet, which I don't hate. Honestly, I think that's, uh, I, I was a little skeptical at first, can but you know yep. what went through the numbers coming and, around uh, yeah yeah my database rob it's just uh yeah I just got some more memory this week uh i like other things too but uh we could only do three picks on the show super bowl pat we should probably do like an extravaganza buffet but how do you guys feel about Hertz's is rushing over i think he's gonna i wouldn't be surprised if he ran for 100 yards in this game i think uh smith is gonna have a huge game for the eagles what is his longest reception 23 and a half there's a lot of things i like but this one rob it's fun under 11 and a half first touchdown score jersey number. Let's roll. I agree. I think this is one of the most fun bets you can make. You have tons of different rooting interests on every single play, and you'll know right away when that touchdown happens because you'll be able to see that jersey number. Uh, yes. This is a great party bet, I would say, for sure. Thank you. Yes. And, I and I love the party. <laughs> 
So I have been thinking about this as we've been talking, and I've put together a same-game parlay that you can do if you want to win a little bit more money. Unfortunately, we can't put in Vegas and Anaheim over goals on the same-game parlay. (laughs) That's too bad, I suppose. So here's a four-banger. Pays 10 to 1. So 100 pays 1,000 on the same game parlay. Under 51 and a half in the game. Mm-hmm. Jarek McKinnon over 20 and a half receiving yards. Miles Sanders under one and a half receptions. Boston Scott over eight and a half rushing yards. Pretty low oh. totals. And then just the under in the game. 10 to 1. Well, Pat, I can... I, I, you've already fixed your kitchen. What can you do with 1,000? <laughs> I'd still like 1,000. I'd still like 1,000. Yeah, I could, I could go to Cabot for the weekend, I suppose. There you go. Nice, there you go. Yeah, I'm sounds, already, like, sounds I, lovely. I'm already trying to book my time for May when the course opens, so that would be nice. Beautiful. 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 Yep. Great golf in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. It can Excellent. be. Great golf in Cape Breton. I'll, I'll put it out there for that. I did want to do one more thing with you guys, if you got a moment. Yes. Is this the food thing? Yeah, I think we should do our best bets for Super Bowl food. What do you think? I have go-tos that'll never change, Patrick. You know that. So you know what? You, you, you can be up first. Gold pick, Super Bowl food. Cam Stewart, the floor is yours. Chicken wings. Like I, I know it's so simple and basic, but that's, you know, what I ever go, oh, come over exotic. You like your, my guacamole dip? Yeah, I do. I, 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 hummus and bread, we can do that on a Wednesday night. I'm a chicken wing guy. If you get them buffalo, here's another thing. I don't need breading. I don't like when I go to restaurants. I like a buffalo style, just regular wings. A little bit of sauce. I'm a blue cheese guy. I know the younger generation likes ranch. I, I'm old school. No. Just blue give cheese. Me. Blue cheese. Yeah, the yeah, way see, to go. that's the thing. If you're a wingman, it's a blue cheese man. Give me wings as the gold. It will always be gold if they're done properly. Nothing like chicken wings. I can eat them all day, all night. I have a real problem with chicken wings. Probably my death row appetizer. Chicken wings. So I, I am not in on blue cheese. I am also not in on ranch. I need my wings to be as hot as possible. Yeah, I like, yes. I like, yes, but both. Pat, Temperature I go, I go or spice. Hot. Yeah, both, both. Yep. yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm a fan. I, I'm with Cam. My gold pick is wings, too. I think they're just the easiest Super Bowl food to manage. Thank you, Pat. If we did this, if we did this 10 years ago, I would have been with you guys on gold and said wings. And I, I, oh, oh here we go. Cauliflower bites. No, here, please, please. No. Zucchini sticks. No, we're not going there. Okay. Wings is, is my silver. Okay. The only reason why I downgrade wings, and this is the truth wings, hand foods are so hard for me nowadays because when you're live betting, you oh, need it's it, 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 oh, I'm telling is, you, this is just you've hit new levels. No, I'm, it's I'm not. calling bullshit. No, nope. have have wet naps and a damn. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't yes, work. It does when you, work. When you're live betting the Super Bowl, you got like 20 seconds to place your bets. Easy start. My phone. You, you I might you as well get. I might as well seconds. get a new phone when I'm done well, the Super Bowl with the amount bet. of grease that's on the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm going chili number one. Chili is my goal Ooh. because it's it's easy. I like chili. You got a bowl. You got you know you're scooping. You're shoveling. Live bed happens. You don't have to wash your hands or anything like Pat, that. Are you listening to this horse shit though? Yeah, that, it, that one this, second it's going to take you to everyone, rub your damn fingers. Everyone who live bets out there knows exactly what I'm I live bet out there, and I yep. got covered in wings. Just hammer your phone and give it a wet nap afterwards. Oh, come it, on, we, Rob, get it you, together. This the, the phone is the phone. You might as well throw the phone in the garbage afterwards. Oh, okay. after, well, because it's got some sauce on it. Pat, yes, me on this one. This guy's talking nonsense. Usually it's me. 
I, I'm with Cam on this one. Rob, what you, you need to do is take the Tim Andrecus strategy and wear medical gloves when you eat wings yes. so the sticky sauce doesn't get on your hands. You know what? It's actually not a bad idea for the Super Bowl. It's actually not that bad. Think, because that think, way you think about quick... what think about what you're saying. And I do enjoy, yeah. Yeah, calm down, Star Trek. You can figure this out. <laughs> nope. It it actually beat me up for this, for this one particular by the way, it depends on who you're watching with. Like, I'm not gonna go to a party of people that I don't know and put on like gloves while I'm eating. Yeah, why not? If it's such a great that's... idea, why don't you do that? Because people might think you're a fucking lunatic. Well, I, if I host my own party, which I'm doing this year, I might do it. I mean, it's very, it's easy. It's quick. Like the, the live betting is important. Last year, like Odell Beckham Jr., he's got like these players get hurt in games and you can get in, like you're going to get the best EV bets of your life. This is my, this is what I do, people. This is what I do. I'm, oh. I think about things in terms of betting because it's my livelihood, but yeah, like I the, the the sauce on my hands, I can't deal with that. Like I love chicken wings; they're the best food. If this is like pre Super Bowl snack or like food, I'm I'm gonna pound a bunch of ch chicken wings at five forty five this week, forty five minutes before the game. That's gonna happen. But in the game itself, I like to keep my hands clean so that I can quickly get do what I need to do on the phone. That's it. And you're making wings I your silver pick for the food. Yeah. Wings are my yeah. silver pick. They get downgraded slightly because they affect the ability to live bet during the game. And of course, I can just take my greasy hands and put them all over my phone and do all. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to deal with Look, cleaning my phone. It's not that difficult. I, yeah, yeah. It's called rub the screen. You do it when no. when you're touching your phone a lot. Anyway. It's not just the screen that gets it though. It's you when you're holding it. Your your fingers go around the outside. It causes What's your a, phone made of. It's not a 1960 TV carved in mahogany. It's a damn phone with a smooth surface. Wipe it. I'm not going to buy this argument, Pat. I'm coming at Rob hard on this one. No, I don't care. Is, you're, you're, this you is legit. Wrong. Mayo agrees. Mayo agrees. What, your point one point eight zero oh. seconds on your friggin' futuristic computer going to help you with your live bet? Spinning and spinning. And yes, it does help. It doesn't matter. It makes a huge difference. Massive. Okay. Pat, do we need alcohol in this, or is it just food? Yeah, we'll, just do drink? We'll, we'll just do food for now. BYOB. How about that? Okay, yeah. For me, anyway, vodka is the winner because you can add water, soda, anything to it. It's a multi-purpose beverage. <laughs> shrimp ring is my silver. Mm. Can't get enough shrimp ring. Uh, it's one of those things too. I'm oh, sorry, Rob. Maybe I won't hold the sauce. Might Rob no. might get some shrimp. I know. Well, but that's why it's got it's got a container, so I can go. Yes, shrimp ring's easy. The shrimp like, the shrimp yeah. tail doesn't get dirty. You just dip. You, yeah, uh, dip I love dip the cocktail sauce. Is like. Just yeah. like Homer Simpson at the yeah. all-you-can-eat buffet. Does this look like a man who got all he can eat? No. Shrimp ring. Silver. I um, am just going to try to be in a coma by the time the third quarter comes in around because with my wings, plan. my silver pick is just, it's ribs. Fall off the bone ribs. Give me as many ribs mm. as possible. I like ribs. Yeah, who doesn't, like who, who doesn't love ribs? I, I love oh. ribs. My same point is going to apply to the rib. Like, I love ribs. Ribs are amazing. But come on, man. Like, now you're getting two hands. Like, who's eating ribs? He's already got well? sauce on his hands from the wings. Don't you get the concept? <laughs> Pat, can I go with bronze? Yeah, go. Go for it. <laughs> I was going to go chili. You know what I here, here, off the board. Oysters. 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 Yes. Just look at all right. My bronze is caviar this year. No, 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 no. Stick like, with me. Oysters. I got a shucking knife. Whatever. I do it pregame. Oysters. 
And then no matter what happens in the game, it's an aphrodisiac like powdered milk. You can still have sex afterwards. No matter win or lose, you're ready to ready to go. Oysters, bronze. Who cares about the live bets? You're still having making love. So why not dark dark chocolate is aphrodisiac yeah, it's as not well? The same, but not the same as oysters. It's on a different level of aphrodisiac. Uh, oysters, oysters is top of the food chain. Dark chocolate's good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. So so are edibles if you want to. Anyway, but I'm going to tell you uh, oysters is the win. And I knew I'd shock you. Oh yeah, don't worry, Rob. Don't have to get your hands dirty. I got a shucking knife. I got everything. I, I buy boxes of oysters. Shuck, 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 shuck. I love seafood. Are you are you are you cooking the oysters or is this oysters Rockefeller? No, what you do, Pat. This is the way you do them. Oysters, very simple concept. Oysters shuck on a big plate tray, round, little bit of Tabasco and a little bit of vodka in there too, and slide them down. Just right, right, like like you're a child going down the slide at recess, right into your mouth. Lovely. You're gonna have a great Super Bowl. You got wings. You got oysters. You got shrimp ring. You got heartburn. Well, mixing the, all that more, stuff more, together. More from Cam. the shrimp, uh, the sauce that might give you some heartburn. Well, well, yeah. well, well Cam, can can we get some antacid power rankings in case you do suffer from heartburn? Well, I'm on. I'm actually on again the medical leagues of uh, one like stuff that's stronger. But I will say this for for over the counter antacids, the the winner obviously is Gaviscon takes the gold. Uh, it is a fantastic one. Liquid or pill form. Uh, silver, Maalox, it's very, very good. And uh, for those, and you need a quick one, Pat, I'm a, I'm a tablet guy. I'm going to say this, though. I, guys, actually, I'm going to give you a real good hack today on the show. Eno is so much better than Alka-Seltzer. There's Alka-Seltzer tabs. Don't go into the Everest They don't bubble quick enough. Eno's ready to go. Bang, it's in powder form. You throw it back, ready to go. So if you're in a pinch, Eno powder, Gaviscon, is the gold and Maalox is the silver. Tums are for children. So are Rolades. Mm. I rest my case. Mm. If you want to go to the big leagues, what do you get? Well, prescription, like something stronger than I'm on this. It's like Nexium, but it's stronger. Oh. Um, should I be? Get, should should I should I be giving out shots of Pepto Bismo at my party? Pepto's okay, but it's more. I, I think it's more of a diarrhea um, cure rather than heartburn. Well, I think nausea, it's better for other heartburn, indigestion, yeah, for nausea, upset stomach. Yeah, diarrhea. nausea, gravel is the best. If you have if you have nausea, yeah. nausea, take gravel. See, gravel will put you out though. Gravel will put you on your ass. No, not the ginger ones. Ginger the, ones. The are ginger one is. Don't get me started on the ginger gravel. That is, stuff is straight bullshit. There, there is no way that the it's. Just go take a bite of ginger. That, like, that's non, nothing. Non drowsy. They have drowsy and non drowsy. The ginger the- one does nothing. I can't even tell you how many times I tried that ginger one, so I wouldn't fall asleep. Z- I will not stand for promoting the ginger. Gravel itself is great. Yeah. It'll put you on your ass, but you're not going to be nauseous it's anymore. The same man that's talking about surgical gloves while eating chicken. Guys, I can, nothing you say. I cannot I can believe you guys are arguing with me on this. Why, you got, why, why, don't, why don't you just use a knife and a fork, Rob? Yeah. Okay, guys, listen. To unlock my phone, I have to do a fingerprint on the back. You know what that's who are, like? Who are you, a spy? No, <laughs> this this is a modern piece of technology, Ken. This isn't a phone from 2016. I got to put my, my fingerprint on the back to unlock it. You know what that's like when you're eating chicken wings? You got to go to the washroom, wash your hands thoroughly. There's no time for that shit during the Super Bowl. There's no time. Zero. Another machine. I could. Get two. Well, am I going to bring my my laptop with me wherever I go? I don't know. That guy at the party with breaks out the laptop. Why not? 
You're saying live betting is your livelihood or whatever? Sauce all over the keys. That just creates another problem. And and again, you could solve it with a wet nap. But I'm I'm done arguing with you there, Seattle Kraken. Like, I enough. <laughs> so or- gravel, g- gravel works. The ginger gravel is fine. The ginger gravel is bullshit. <laughs> Oysters for Cam as his bronze yeah. selection. So to pair with your chili and wings, Rob, what is your bronze selection of Super Bowl? Pizza. Food? Pizza is my bronze. Too I heavy. Like- I like a you get a nice thin crust pizza, beautiful. You have a few wings here. You can double fist if you want to with some pizza as well. Pizza's I think it's sauce. a perfect combo. If you're already gonna ruin your hands with the uh, with the wings, you might as well do the pizza as well. And uh, I think I think that's honestly a perfect trio. I, I listen, one year I might try oysters for the Super Bowl. I like a hey. little shrimp cocktail ring as well. I don't yeah. don't get me wrong. I think these yeah. are. These are giving me some ideas, Cam. So I appreciate that. Oh, I love but- you too, Rob. I just, I just, this live betting thing, you threw me and Pat for a loop. But anyway, oysters are really underrated. I know I come up with a lot of, they're like, okay. No, trust me. I, I shuck them. I actually went in and got the professional knife. I enjoy doing it. It's kind of like pistachios. People are like, oh, I like the ones with, I like the ones with the shell because you don't eat as, you, you actually work for your, your, yeah. uh, your food. Agreed. I don't like the ones without the shell. I like them. I like to just pick them and pick them. And, and that's why oysters, shucking's part of the game. If you're going to enjoy something that lavish and delicious, putting a little work in is fine. Yep. That's work I enjoy. Little horseradish and Tabasco as well. Yeah, horseradish, Tabasco, good call. And vodka, little drips mm. of vodka too. That's the go. perfect oyster. All right. All right. So for my wings and ribs compliment, I will go with some fish for this one. So I'll go seafood with you as well. Cam, I'm going to go with bacon wrapped scallops, though, as my oh, yeah. v- very light on a, oh, on a toothpick. A, a, a nice yeah. just just pop in any time as long as they're still warm. Just boom. You could eat like 3,000 of those. and just You, you know, know what, eat. Pat? I want to substitute shrimp ring for bacon bacon wrapped scallops. What a pick. Yeah. That's a that, great pick. It, fantastic. You can't go wrong with bacon wrapped scallops. I, love I agree. Scallops. And the beauty of them, Pat, of course, you get to keep your hands clean. You there just pick you up that toothpick, yeah, yeah. slide it off, like chuck the toothpick into the corner. If you're at Cam's house or else the garbage yeah, can. If you're, yeah, if you're at my house, just throw it on the carpet with the <laughs> loose nuts and, and lint and, and pills, you know, maybe some crushed up aspirins and gravel I got under the couch. You never know what you're going to find. Usually yep. a toonie. <laughs> if you could guess what Cuss top three would be. Jello, gold. <laughs> I was going to say canned Vienna Tapioca. sausages. Tapioca pudding, silver. He did say that the uh, best appetizer that you could bring to anyone's house. What the hell was it? Now I completely forget. Pumpernickel? No. I, I, th- I think it was jalapeno poppers. Paul, what was it? What was Cuss thing that he was bringing to people's houses? I like jalapeno. Matzah sticks. Matzah sticks was his thing. Okay. So, so L- no the problem with matzah sticks are? No flavor. You need dips. Like, they're just, yeah. they're just they just don't, they don't Ma- give it to you. Matzo sticks are fine. Like they're fine. For children. For children at well, Long John Silver's. Sure. The, yeah. the, the, the jalapeno poppers are, I, I think jalapeno poppers are great. The only problem is you have such a temptation to eat them right when you bring them out of the oven. And the first one, you always burn your entire mouth. Like you just pop it and it's disaster. And that's what always kills me with the jalapeno poppers. But the, I think that's fine. Matzo sticks, eh, that, I don't know. I, I, Matzo sticks are pretty like boring. You need too many dips. I would, I would I try to. Poppers are good. I, I think staying away from sugar as much as possible on Super Bowl Sunday is really the move. I agree with you. Me and Rob got diabetes. Like sugar is my enemy right now. Like yeah. when I found a low sugar wine, it was like a life changer. Like it's been great. 
it's not really helping my drinking, but uh, it's been a nice, uh, nice addition to the rotation other than vodka and water and soda. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Super Bowl 57 best bets, food and the actual bets on the game in the books. Cam Stewart, Rob Pizzola. Thank you for an incredible year. Year two. This was a lot of fun. It was. It, it was. was. Yeah. Yep. Except for when Great Cam time. mocked me with his dog a couple weeks ago with the teaser play. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have too much fun with that. <laughs> it's, my life. it's so important. I can't get Sansa. Oh, yeah. My my modern phone with its lock. Ooh. Shut up. Shut up. Even Pat mocked you for your sauces. I love you, Rob. God, I I'm, 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 I, this is you're not a piece of work. You're a piece I, of work. I, I will admit when I have like really, really, really bad. There, there's times. No, you're where wrong this look. time. My takes no. are usually the no. awful ones. You're no. the you're in the wrong. And no, Neo back me. I up. I you're hope wrong. you have to make a bet during the Super Bowl and you get sauce all over your. Phone. I hope my I, phone's covered and I do it every night. Well, that's the I difference. That's the that thing. might be the care. difference between. If your phone is already covered in sauce, then sure, why not? My phone it's, is clean. It's not wet, covered wet in sauce. and a friggin' tissue or, or a paper towel roll. It's not that hard. God, Kleenex. Right, Pat? Anything. This guy. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with sauce all over my hands at all times, so I'm just not a messy eater like Rob, I guess. Yeah. What, 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 are you guys eating dry wings with, like, I don't, like... I like saucy wings. I don't mind dry wings either, but like, anyways. Oh, you see, I, I, I enjoy to have the dry wings and then have my sauce of choice so I can control the distribution of sauce on my wings. Mm, I yeah. see what you're saying. And then it's it doesn't a, get on it's your a hands. Pro move. I don't want my wings too saucy. A little bit of sauce. You don't want them dry. But yeah, I agree with you. You can yep. control your own sauce. Yep. Well, I'm going to try to wear the surgical gloves this year and see what happens. It sounds like it's your best move, Rob. I, 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 th- I think this is best idea yet. For one day a year, I'll rock the gloves with the wigs. Remember to smash the like for the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. Please leave that rating and review. If you've enjoyed the show all year long, you can catch Cam Stewart on SportsGrid. You can catch Rob both on the show. Obviously, go back out and watch that show that we did last week about the sports betting industry. And you can always catch him on thehammer.bet and over at the Hammer HQ on YouTube. Go subscribe to that now. Thank you all. Have a very profitable Super Bowl. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.